Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to episode number four of our Top Spots live streaming podcast. Today, we're going to be sharing our first annual Christmas buying guide for that hard to buy for cyclist on your shopping list. Sitting here in my office, looking out the window, it does not look like Christmas. It's good to be inside today. Uh, it's about 35 degrees, 45 mile an hour winds, rain blowing sideways, a couple of very wet snowflakes. We are about two miles inland from Lake Michigan here in Grafton. We can actually, we're one of the, our house is one of the highest points in Ozaki County. We can actually see Lake Michigan, even though we're two miles inland. Um, so the snow over by Madison, West Bend, they're getting four or five, six inches plus. We are getting rain and that's, that's fine. I don't want to have to shovel it, but it's not very Christmas-like, but we are going to talk about our Christmas buying guide. You're always trying to find things for a cyclist. And if you're not a cyclist, you may not know what to buy your significant other uh, or your boss or your partner, whatever, what they uh, should get for cycling. So we're going to start with the lower cost items, go to the higher cost items. And we're going to, when I was sitting here, I decided I'm going to go with some online and local options. A lot of these things are things that we use or things we'd like to have currently. And some of the things are not available locally just because they're kind of different, but most of them will, and we'll give you those options. We'll talk about it. So let's start with number 10 on our Christmas guide shopping list. That's the state of Wisconsin state park pass. Now you think that'd be an easy thing, but when COVID hit back in March, you couldn't get an annual pass. You had to buy day passes. And state of Wisconsin, we are fortunate. One of the things we love about Wisconsin and why we moved back here from the East Coast is the number of state parks that are fantastic here. Lots of lakes, lots of water, that's kind we like. Lots of hiking, some bike trails in there, like in Peninsula State Park up in Door County. And the state park passes, I'm on their website right now, uh, are $28 for your first car. If you get a second one, so you don't have to go, geez, I'm in the wrong car today. <laughs> I want to go to the state park. I believe the second car is only $15.50. For those of us that are chronolo- chronologically gifted, age 65 and older, it's $13. That's a good deal. So you can buy them online. We buy ours online. Uh, we get them quick. They do Wisconsin turn those around real quick to us. That's a nice, easy gift. And it's not just for cyclists. It's just nice to be outdoors. Uh, even with the new vaccine that was approved and everything that every, people start to get the next day or two here, I hope that people remember to still go outside and get away from the electronics. So that's number 10, state of Wisconsin, state trail pass. And in that same Number 10, we're going to go with the state trail pass. On some of the state bike trails in Wisconsin, you will need a trail pass to go on those. And a state trail pass fee is only $25. I think that's more than fair. When you look at the cost to get into an amusement park of $100, $150 for a day pass, uh, $25 for a year to go outside and enjoy all the great bike trails that we have and you can get away with you know some people may try to get away with and go well i didn't know i needed one and then you buy one on the spot 
And I think there's more important things than the state of Wisconsin tracking people down to see who bought a pass or not. This is kind of the good karma thing. You send that out, buy that state trail pass for $25. Sometimes you can buy them at local bike shops. One of the bike shops here in Grafton, we that used to carry them, did not have them this year, probably a COVID thing. Um, do the right thing, $25, support the state of Wisconsin. That will get us better bike trails and ensure that everybody can enjoy them. So that's number 10, kind of a two for one. And those are great stocking stuffers. Put them in and they'll be surprised that they get those uh, from Santa in their stockings. And please don't destroy my beliefs. There is a Santa, correct? Right? Somebody tell me there's a Santa. Of course, in 2020, you never know. His sleigh may get derailed on the way to your house. Idea number nine, sunglasses. Since we're landscape contractors and our we own a landscape construction company, we wear sunglasses all the time. We are considering myself a connoisseur of sunglasses because we've had all kinds, all brands, all price ranges. Uh, when we ski, as you are in sunglasses. So sunglasses, you can get the really costly ones, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to go with. But we have two companies that we love their sunglasses because we do a lot of work on large estates around Lake Michigan, and we're working on their docks, and we want to see in the water if we're out on jet skis. Uh, we love Shady Rays. I don't know if you've ever bought Shady Rays. They're not available locally. You buy them online, and they have the best customer service. If you if the glasses break, you just go online, fill out a form for $9.99 shipping. They send you another pair of glasses. And uh, we now, both Sean and I own probably five or six pair each of the Shady Rays. They're polarized, they're great, they have nice styles. Like I said, great customer service. And that's available only online. The great thing about Shady Rays, as I'm looking on their website here, is uh, right up, they have a pop up that's 20% off. That's always good. But they have different combinations. We're VIP members, I guess, since we each have about five pairs. So occasionally you will get 50% off. And they go, okay, we'll just get another pair then. But their sunglasses are so reasonable. They're, most of them are in the $48, $68 range. I feel like it's some of the other brands where they're three, dollars $400 for one pair. You can get four or five pairs of Shady Rays and really be styling with a lot of different styles. They have aviator styles, or do you say aviator? Um, they also, uh, I'm just seeing on their website here, uh, they also donate meals for all the sunglasses that are purchased, and they've donated over 10 million meals so far. But the service is great. Gift sets 50% off. They also have goggles for skiing, snowboarding. You know, probably the same thing if you're snowmobiling. But Shady Rays is an online version. If you want to buy locally, uh, the sunglass options that we like are Tafosi. We started using one of Tafosi glasses probably like eight years ago. Tafosis are great. They have a technology called Phototech, which is where it goes from clear to dark, and they change very quickly. Love their sunglasses. If you have a golfer, they have some specifically designed for golfing to be able to read the change in the greens better. Doesn't guarantee you're going to take any strokes off your game, but uh, Tifosi is a great brand of sunglasses. We met the, we went down to their office down, I believe in Athens, Georgia, met the owners, met the 
the people working down there, great company. Uh, so that's most of the bike shops that we've seen around here do carry Tafosi. I'm pretty sure I've seen them at Wheel and Sprocket. I don't know about Zuzu Pedals, but I think at Wheel and Sprocket they have uh, Tafosis. So that was number nine. We've got 10 that we're gonna go through here, different price ranges. Number eight are pedals. Now you go, yeah, pedals are pedals, right? Well, there's the stock pedals that come with a bike. They're for the most part okay. They have to supply you with pedals. Otherwise, it'd be kind of like buying a car with no tires. So they give you pedals, but I have a size 11, 12 shoe. My feet don't always fit on those pedals, and they can sometimes be a little slippery. Now, we've, on our road bikes, we had Trek uh, carbon fiber road bikes and mountain bikes, and we clipped in. Clipped in is great for the more serious rider. The one challenge is it's not if you're going to fall over, it's when you're going to fall over when you can't quite unclip. You have the cages, I'm never a real big fan of the cages that you can use, but Crank Brothers makes these stamp brand pedals and they're just, they're fantastic. It's just a super wide form, so you get your foot securely on there and they have these little adjustable metal knobs that stick up they're not sharp you can just adjust them with an allen wrench and i wear new balance sneakers when i ride my my bike and you cannot force your foot to slip off of these a lot of mountain bikers use these when they're pedaling because uh it's almost as good as being clipped in you can't pull up on these like you can when you're clipped in but the stamp i always want to call them stomp because I guess I'm pushing down with my foot, but they are stamped on Crank Brothers. Uh, and they're just great. They're a nice big platform. Now, they run in price from $119. Actually, they show some for $49 and $79. Um, the pair that we bought were $159 a pair. And they come in a couple different colors. I bought red, I think. Uh, my wife might have black on her bike. They come in blue, and it looks like this must be carbon fiber because they're $300. It doesn't make that much difference when I'm riding my electric bike at 49 or 50 pounds if I get carbon fiber pedals. So we just got to stamp regular ones. Now, um, you don't need to take notes on this today because if you go to rtopspots.com, go to our blog or journal tab up on top, we have an entry that should have gone up live about 12 minutes ago that has links to all of these, um, <clears throat> to most of these vendors that we're talking about. Some of these ones that I'm just bringing up, like Tafosi, we don't have a link to them. I'm just trying to think of some local options versus all online options. So Crank Brothers, you just go in there. We take you right to their website. We don't have any affiliate programs with this. We just do this podcast and the and share these things because it's things we like and we know that they work. In our business, we rely on the best equipment to create the best gardens that we can for our clients. And we do the same thing in biking. We want either the best service, the best product, and a fair price. These people have to make money go, wow, $159 for pedals. Believe me, you will love these pedals. So those are different places that you can find that. Okay, that was number eight. So coming at number seven, bar mitts. 
bar mitts are a great invention as well, especially if you live here in cheese capital of the world in Wisconsin. The closest thing you can compare them to if you're not familiar with bar mitts are wetsuit material. They're thick neoprene fabric. You can get them for fat bikes, for road bikes, for mountain bikes. They have, actually, I didn't realize this when I went on their website, they have products for, like if you're out running with a jogging stroller, they have them for strollers now. They have them, uh, well, say dog sled mush mitts. I don't know anybody that has a dog sled, but if you know somebody that has a dog sled on your list, they have mush mitts for them. They have kids mittens for this. Uh, for rowing, it looks like it's almost the same bar mitt as you use for a road bike. And those are $54.95. But they have them for snowmobiles, ATVs. That makes sense. So if you get someone on your list that needs these, they also have them for cross-country skiing. They go on top of the poles. They range in price. Like those are $49.95 for the snowshoeing pole ones. $74.95 is pretty much the common price for any of the, any of the other ones, whether it's snowmobiling, um, road bike. Uh, I put ours on our, we right now have specialized e-bikes, uh, specialized Como 3.0s. We put their uh, mountain bike ones on and they work great. And they, it's night and day. You don't even have to wear, maybe on a snowing day, you have to wear gloves. But Shell and I have ridden when it's maybe 30 degrees out and your hands are toasty warm inside of these bar mitts. And once again, link on our website, no affiliate program. Let's move on to number six. Number six, um, you have bikes. Your kids have bikes. They're all, I can guarantee if you go out in your garage, they're all stuck in the corner somewhere. And you're always trying to get them out of the way of your cars. You're trying to figure out how to store them. You might have them on some metal hooks on the side of the hanging from the ceiling, but they still get in your way because you can't move them and they're hanging down by your car. Or you can't open your car door because all your bikes are stuck there. There is a great solution for this. And we've been students of lean management for 30 years. So always looking for the best, easiest way to do everything um, to make your life easier. <clears throat> And we ran across this product called Steady Rack. And Steady Rack is such a simple invention. It's only two screws that will mount onto a two by four in your basement, in your garage. And we have a pole barn in your pole barn, wherever you want this. And they have different um, racks, what they call the classic rack, the mountain bike rack. It tells you what different tire widths they are. The fender rack, which is what we have because we have fenders on our electric bikes. And a fat rack, obviously, for fat tires. So we just have, at one point, we had four bikes. We had road bikes and mountain bikes. And so we got four racks and put them in our garage. And then we sold those and got electric bikes. And we had to switch to the fender system. But these fender racks are only $89, $89. It takes you longer to get it out of the packaging than it does to mount it on your wall. It, literally, it's especially if you don't have drywall on your garage and you don't have to identify the studs. <clears throat> By the time, like I said, we, were, we did this for one of our clients. I said we do large 
estate management that includes sometimes taking care of the residents as well as the gardens. One of our clients had 10 bikes. Um, it's um, see a husband and wife and then five kids. So between them, they had 10 bikes and they have a four car garage, but it was still a mess for them to deal with these bikes. We night and day difference in their in their organization of their garage. We hung all 10 bikes on the wall in the steady rack. And as Cheryl was taking them out of the box, it was taking almost, like I said, taking longer to get the simple one piece system out of the box than it did for me to hang them on the wall. And the great thing about the steady racks is they rotate 180 degrees. So you can mount your bike <clears throat> on the, it's, you just put the front tire on, uh, on the rack and your bottom tire will hang down against the wall and they have a little piece of plastic goes on the wall to keep your your lower tire or back tire in the right place but the great thing about this in a garage or anywhere you mount this is the steady racks then will lay flat against the wall they rotate 180 degrees so you can have it sticking straight out to load it on there because we have a charging station all set up on the wall so we just put our bikes on the wall Ours, because we have a lot of room in our garage. We have a two and a half car garage, but my truck won't fit in the garage because it's too big. So we just have one car parked in the middle. So we don't have to flatten ours, but a lot of people have two car garages with a lot of stuff in it. And so you can uh, put your bike on there and then push it flat up against the wall. You could have 10 bikes and they won't stick out any more than maybe 18 inches from the wall. That's how we have them mounted at one of our clients properties and like i said fat bike road bike anything their five-year-old daughter hangs her own bike on the wall she rides a bike stands it up on the back tire walks it right into the rack wow great invention 89 dollars, and that is number six on our list so let's go to bear with me a second i thought i would there we go just wanted to see where we're at on the uh broadcast panel here. I thought I'd put no screensaver on my Mac, but obviously I did not. So I had to log back in there. That was number six. Number five, there's a lot of different, I love technology. We run our business with technology, whether it's drones, Macs, Apples. We've been paperless for five years. We, it didn't hit me until a client wanted to write me a check one day and he asked me if I had a pen. I go, do not have a pen. I'd have to go out in the truck to my backup pens because we do everything on our iPad, signing contracts, PDFs, everything. But one of the cool things that's out there is a, from DJI, which obviously makes a lot of fun toys. We've had a lot of DJI Osmos for our phones. We have two of their Osmos for the phones, but they have their Pocket, DJI Pocket 2 that I actually saw Best Buy for the first time the other day. I was going to Best Buy to get something else. <clears throat> and it's amazing how small this is for shooting videos. They have waterproof cases for it, like anything, like GoPros have, are waterproof. Um, but this DJI Pocket 2 is amazing. If you like to just record stuff or if you have a YouTube channel or you have someone that doesn't want to look so obvious as holding your iPhone up in an Osmo, uh, gimbal stabilizer and you're self-conscious about that this is literally a little bit light uh, larger than a cigarette lighter 
the old school thick uh, cigarette lighters, probably twice the size of that. Camera is about the size of a dime or a quarter. So it's uh, really good now. Getting a little more cost on that, that's more in the 349 for the base uh, camera. And then they have what are called NDS filters. For your nine camera people, that just is a filter that goes on there that makes it a really rich picture. Gets rid of the glare. We use NDS on all of our GoPros and all that. Uh, so you get NDS filters, you can get waterproof cases, and you can probably spend $1,000 just outfitting the DJI, DJI Pocket 2 to what you want. But for the tech person on there, you could be out riding and you want to, instead of digging your phone out, you literally could have this in your pocket just as easily pick it up, start shooting, and then go right to social media. So that was number five. <clears throat> Let's go to number four on our first annual shopping list. Once again, all these items are linked. Uh, if you go to rtopspots.com, you can go to our blog, and we will have links to all these things. So no notes today, no follow-up for you. It's all there just on our website. You can go there. Okay, so number four on our list. All right, so now you've got your bikes. You want to go somewhere. Now George. George Crown say you got to take stuff with you. So now you got to take a lot of stuff to make it to less stuff. And you need some kind of bag to do that. You can use a backpack. Uh, that's not always the easiest thing. So we like to use a couple different brands of bags. The bags that we like, just because they're so well built, are called Arkel. They're made by our great friends across the border in Canada, but they ship them I don't, I'm not sure if they shipped them out of the United States or Canada, but they're a great bag. And there's some that hang on your handlebars. We buy some that you have to have. Now, this is tomato, tomato. Do you say pannier or pannier? Um, it's basically just a cage that goes on the back of the front of your bike, mounts on your um, axle and to your bike, and then you hang bags from it. Arkel, the bags that I have from Arkel on my bike, I should turn into backpacks. I have never used them as a backpack because my bike's right there. But if you were taking your bike somewhere like to work and you park your bike in the bike garage where you work, and then you have your laptop and everything else in your Arkel bag, then you can turn in your backpack and walk up to your office and you're good to go. Bring your change of clothes if you need a change of clothes. Arkel bags are not inexpensive. They start at $124 a pair and go up to $450 a pair. But I can tell you they are worth every penny. Arkel bags are well-made. We've never had a problem with them. We've had Arkel bags for probably 10 years now. We even have little ones that if you have a road bike, they have a, a little mini rack that attaches to down tube on your seat, and then a bag attaches to that, and it holds a fair amount of stuff. So the Arkel bags are great, um, and you carry a lot of stuff. We carry in ours, we because where we live, it could be warm at our house, it could be honest to God, it could be 80 degrees here, but we. Um, go down to Lake Michigan uh, regularly on our bike ride down to Port Washington in the Cold Dock Park. 
And it could be 50 degrees. We've had as much as a 35 degree difference in uh, the weather. But if you want to, if you want to carry a raincoat with you, if you want to carry food with you, we carry bottles. You can, we go down and get a sandwich at Cousin the Subs in Port Washington, and then take it up to Upper Lake Park and uh, carry your Eno hammocks in there, uh, carry your drones, you, everything else that you want. It's always great to have RKL bags. We look at buying a trailer and to carry drones and everything else, but now drones are smaller. Um, and maybe if you're a hardcore camper and you want to carry a lot of stuff, you can buy a, excuse me, you can buy a trailer. But these bags are great. Now, RKL, because they are higher end, they usually aren't available at local bike shops. Um, so you can buy, there's a brand that's, I think, Division of Trek or Part of Trek. Uh, and I always forget how to pronounce it, if it's uh, Topeak or Topeak. Uh, I know Wheel and Sprocket carries it. Almost every bike shop, Zuzu Pedals carries these. We actually have, our, on my bike, we have RKL bags hanging on the sides of our pannier. And then we have, I have a Topeak bag on the top of it. And they actually have some that have saddlebags that flop down as well. So that's a local option. Like I said, try to support your local bike shop. Um, and those start at like $79, 79 to maybe 150. They're a much more affordable option if you're looking to buy bags for a bike. But that's something that people don't think to buy for their friend that's a cyclist. But I can tell you that once you have a bag like that, like we've got air gauges, we've got replacement tubes, we carry wrenches, we've got wire ties. Uh, we've helped numerous people on the side of the bike trail that have had issues and we carry handy wipes in there. Uh, one day we will post them on YouTube of all the stuff we carry in our bag for that. But like I said, there's a lot of different bags like that. Okay, moving on to number three. Number three is a bike rack. Now bike racks have come a long way. Back in the day, it was almost like duct tape on the back of your bumper. Let's see if it makes it to the next bike, next to next to the to the, the destination. We've used Thule almost primarily for our. We've had Thule kayak racks, we've had bike racks, we've had roof racks for our road bikes. Right now, we have a trailer hitch. Um, it's funny when we got our electric bikes, we had a platform rack, but the day that I was looking to pick up our bikes, I'm looking at the specs and I'm going, that platform rack is not going to handle our e-bikes. So when we went to pick up our e-bikes, we hit, we bought another rack called the Thule Easy Fold XT2. The price of another bike, $780, but it does not budge. Does not budge. They have the engineers at Thule are obviously geniuses, um, but the way it attaches into your hitch and secures makes it super tight, no shake at all. Uh, even on that bike rack, a couple of great things about it. We have a Volvo and obviously like everybody else that has an SUV of the back door, the rear door, you can't call it a trunk anymore. That's old school, but the, the rear door, the Thule Easy Fold platform rack folds down almost, <coughs> excuse me, almost horizontal. So you can get in and access anything you need inside your car. The other great thing is if you can't, you know, if you have a heavier bike and you can't pick it up onto the bike rack, this comes with a ramp. It 
this collapsible ramp goes right into the bike rack and you unfold it. I think it unfolds two to three pieces and you just put it right in the corner of the, of the platform. You just wheel your bike right up there. That's an excellent thing. And the way it's also designed, you know, sometimes if you have a plat, uh, hitch rack, you're worried about it dragging on the, when you're pulling out of a parking lot and it may bottom out. Well, this, the way it's designed is kind of upswept. So you don't have to worry about dragging your bike uh, when you pull out of your favorite fast food joint on your, on your road trip. And when you get a platform rack, they don't swing around. It's the bike's solid. It's not going anywhere. Um, this past week, I made two protective covers for our we have specialized e-bikes, and where the batteries are, I'm always concerned we're traveling and get stuck in heavy rain. We don't have covers for them, so we made two custom-made covers to go over the batteries out of some umbrella fabric and some rubber molding, and uh, we made it on our Sailrite Fabricator sewing machine, and they look great. A lot of work to make them, but it works great. Um, but the two, the easy fold, any platform, if you, you don't have electric bikes, they have Aussie platform racks for regular bikes that are a little less costly. I think that's their most costly bike rack that they have. And those, most bike shops will carry Thule brand. It's usually Thule or Yakima. We're familiar with Thule and love everything that they do. Uh, let's go to number two, getting close to the top of this list. Once again, this list is available on ourtopspots.com. You can also listen to our old podcast on there. Our podcasts are also available on iTunes. Just search for Our Top Spots. And along uh, any other podcast platform, you can usually find our podcast on, whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Um, and also on our website, ourtopspots.com, we have downloadable interactive PDFs for Sleeping Bear Dunes and our hometown bike trail here in Urban Bike Trail. We have links to all the restaurants, all the things that you need to know. Those are free uh, downloads on our website. So let's go to number two on our list. Number two, just plain gift certificate. You can get that gift certificate for a light for a bike lock for someone's bike or a new, excuse me, that bike that they've had their eye on. Bike shops here in Wisconsin, just like the state parks, we are fortunate that we have fantastic, fantastic bike shops here. Our two favorites that we work with a lot are Zuzu Pedals, right in Port Washington, right along the urban inner, inner urban bike trail. Um, great people down there, and Wheel and Sprocket. We've purchased bikes from both shops. Both have great service. Both are local bike shops. Uh, Wheel and Sprocket's a little more regional. I think they have probably eight or nine stores from Evanston, Illinois, up to the Appleton area. But we always have great service. They have very knowledgeable staff. Zuzu Pedals has one location uh, in Port Washington. Zuzu Pedals also owns, I'm not sure if I have a link on our blog, but it's not the Bailey House in Port Washington. The Bailey House in Port Washington is a bed and breakfast. It is available. Uh, it's not a bed and breakfast. Let me back up. It's Airbnb. I believe they're listed on Airbnb. Search for the Bailey House in Port Washington. It's two blocks to the lake. And Zuzu Pedals, it's right on the inner urban bike trail. We ride the bike trail right behind there 
their bed and breakfast. And I saw this summer they built a patio out back now and a gazebo and I think a fire pit, put some plantings around it. Um, but you, you know, gift, gift, gift certificates are great because one size fits all. You're supporting local bike shops, which are the, you know, the heart of the biking industry here and uh, help support these people. They've, during this COVID challenge that we've had, bike shops have sold more bikes than they ever have because people realize like, oh, there's an outside. I can go outside. I don't have to watch my latest show or be glued to my computer. There are other other things out there. So bike shops have been doing very well, but they also face challenges with staff and COVID and all that. Um, So help them out. All right, let's go to number one. Number one is a big one. And uh, no, it's that not that new recumbent tricycle that you want that's ten thousand uh, dollars. Those are really nice, but that's not on the list. It's just a getaway. Now, hopefully, with the vaccines that are becoming available this winter and next spring and throughout next year, we can get back to traveling. We canceled a couple trips this year because we just didn't feel comfortable going out and traveling. So surprise your significant other with a weekend book it for this summer or next fall because these places do book up quick two places that we recommend here in the great state of wisconsin our favorite place to stay up north is the lodge at manitowish waters it is owned by a very successful just putting it mildly family here in southeast wisconsin and northern illinois that own a very large company and they they obviously must have lived in Manitouish, had a place up there for years and years, and they own the lodge at Manitouish Waters along with another, uh, which is a lodge, which is where we normally stayed. We had booked staying at one of their condos on Rest Lake in Manitouish Waters. They do everything first class, great customer service, and it's amazingly surprising. At the main lodge, like we stay, what they call it, the apartment because they have a lot of rooms. They have king-size rooms with fireplaces. Very nice. They have a thing called the apartment, and it's like a home inside. And I believe it's around $270 a night, which I think is reasonable. Like I said, when we do destination bike trails, we don't like to rough it. We don't like to go to a campground. There's people that do, and that's great. When we go there, we like to find great food, great lodging, and then ride our bikes for 30, 40, 50 miles that day. And the lodge at Manitowish Waters is great all four seasons. When, when they start to get snow up there, you can snowmobile to your heart's content with the snowmobile trails they have up there. So we've got links to the lodge at Manitowish Waters. We plan on going up there again this year. You can part, we pedal. It's called the Heart of Villas County Bike Trail. They're doing some fantastic things up there. Um, they've extended it up to Mercer. Last year, they put a new bridge in over a river up there. And now I understand they're going east, I guess, the Eagle River with the Heart of Villas County bike trail. goes through Boulder Junction, St. Germain. It's just a great playground, spring, summer, winter, fall. Great place to go. And from our house, it's four lane and all the way up there until about the last 45 minutes. And then you roll down the windows and you start smelling the pine trees. It is just great. The other place that we like up there, and it's also number one on our list for that getaway that we all need, is 
uh, Monaco area. Monaco is just another playground. It's not as, it's uh, a lot more, I don't know if it's family friendly. They've got so much stuff going on there with great stores, great lakes, great homes to rent, beautiful place to have a weekend home at. Um, you just can't say enough stuff about Monaco. Excellent, excellent place. It is busier than Manitouish Waters. Manitouish Waters, if you blink, you will miss the town. Uh, Boulder Junction, if you blink, you will miss the town. And like uh, Monaco is just a great area. We have not stayed in that area, but we do ride the Bearskin Trail while we're staying at the Lodge of Manitouish Waters. Bearskin Trail is just south of Monaco. And Tet is a really cool trail. They've got like 20 different trestles on the path that you ride. The longest one I think is 700 feet, 1200 feet. Don't quote me on that. It's a really long trestle. Um, great, just great. Lots of bogs, lots of creeks that you're riding through. Um, but we'll do a, a, a podcast on that some other time. Um, but those are the, the number one. Number one is we've all been cooped up for a year. It'll be going on a year in March. We all want to travel. We want to travel safely, and the vaccine hopefully will allow us to do this. So let's get those places booked that have really suffered this year. Uh, a lot of these lodges, people just like ourselves. We had we had schedules of the week up there, and we canceled it. And I'm sure a lot of people did. So let's support these lodges and go up there. Like I said, here in Wisconsin, our favorite places are Manitowish Waters and Monaco area. We have links to both communities on our website, ourtopspots.com. Another one that's not listed on the top 10 would be Traverse City, Michigan. That's our goal next year is to get over to Traverse City. We have some great bike riding over there. So there you have it. That's our favorite ideas for a cyclist on your Christmas shopping list this year. Um, Lots of ideas from $20 to $780 for the Thule rack or uh, traveling for a week up north. I think we hit all the different price pockets for you. So get out there, shop online, try to support locally if you can, if your local bike shops here in Southeast Wisconsin, Zuzu Pedals in Port Washington and Wheel and Sprocket. Lots of places we shop at the Fox Point store, but they are throughout Wisconsin. So this is Glenn Riker with our top spots. Thank you for listening.